back with a Malcolm Go podcast. I am Tony, and Tyler is here with me again. It's January twenty fourth, two thousand eighteen. After a uh, a ball clinching victory uh, versus Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, I mean, everyone gives a lot of credit to Brady and Belichick for these Super Bowl runs, but if we're being honest, the Malcolm Go podcast is now two, two for and two. Oh, two for two. Every, going ever since Super Bowl. Malcolm Go podcast started, we have not, not been in the Super Bowl. Yeah, so congratulations to those guys, but I mean, I think we deserve our credit. As well. yeah. the credit must be given to the Malcolm Go podcast. Um, Speaking of that, I think I ran into Tammy. I was in Everett uh, oh. this weekend, yeah. and uh, coming out of convenience store, she goes, are you on the podcast? <laughs> and then she spit on my shoes. I was like, Shanked you with a corkscrew. Yeah. Uh, so we're, he- yeah. we're hearing it from the fans in all angles. The podcast was hot on uh, at Malcolm Go Podcast. Malcolm Go Podcast at gmail.com this week. A lot of emails this week. A lot of emails. A lot of, uh, a lot of North Shore hate this week. I don't like it. I don't care for it. But I did no. get a couple of reviews uh, about it being one of our best podcasts to date, which I agree. Yeah, it was a fun one. It was a good one. It's always a good one. Yeah. Um, so I might have fucked up the beginning. I'm really, I'm not, I don't care uh, anymore. I've given up caring about any production value whatsoever. this many Super Bowls, why should you care? I did, I did a, I, like, I had at work, I was, I was prepping, uh, not the bull, I was prepping th- for the show. Um, so I was prepping and I was, I had the One More Time song on. Uh, of course, because one more time in the Super Bowl, and where everybody's celebrating, Daft Punk had the YouTube video on, and it was much better quality. That was off my iTunes, which I clearly uh, took off Napster in 1997. <laughs> um, it was fucking in and out, chip, chippy, chippy. Uh, What's that? Huh? What's that? Um, so, unreal. Fucking couldn't believe I was depressed as all hell Sunday. All day, the whole, like ninety percent of the day, I was like, "This." Um, there must have been forty-five times. You really it. thought they were gonna lose? Who didn't? For fucking, I'm telling you, forty-five minutes of that, I was like, "Fuck, we're fucked." Like, dude, especially after the, I, I must have said, "That's it," like ten times in the stands. Are you serious? Oh yeah, I always do though. I mean, it doesn't matter. I guess that's at kickoff. I, I honestly like, I never like the, I never really thought they were gonna lose. Like. Only because you had, like, I just, in my back of my head, I'm like, Blake Bortles is the quarterback. Like, Blake Bortles was lights out. That was the best game he's ever played in his career. Easily. He was lights and out. And that's the whole point. It was like, you watch the first half, it's like, he played perfect. Every ball he threw was perfect. The receivers were making ridiculous, like, shoestring catches. Even on delay of games, like, there was a delay of game. He throws a ball and out. The guy, like, dives and catches it, drags his toes. a perfect game plan to beat the Patriots. A perfect game plan. It wasn't a perfect game plan as much as... I mean, maybe. I guess if a perfect game plan is make every throw perfectly and, yeah. and well, play good well, defense. It wasn't just like, that. I, I don't even think they it's played like, great defense. And they, they played threw, okay they defense. Were, the whole, the whole uh, game plan on offense was do not let Blake Bortles fuck this up. So they they let them – they ran like a million times, and every throw, throw he had run was – They run the ball well. No, they didn't. But every the, the way that they got any yards were little three-yard slants or like ins – digs and outs or he threw it behind the line within a second yeah i was in 10 15 fights at the game because they're t- I'm, I'm like they can't fucking stop them they can't fucking stop them i'm yelling at everybody and these guys behind me like well we can't get any pressure i said how can you get any pressure he throws it the minute he gets the ball 
Yeah, that was the pressure argument is always my favorite. Like, and then finally they it's get a, always that. they get a sack in the uh and like the, they get a couple sacks in the second half. It's like that's what they need to do. They need to get pressure. It's like, dude, they rushed three. Yeah, and yeah. So if you're yelling at them to like be better, then do that. But I don't can't blame the coaches. I hate the fucking pass rush truthers. It's, it's the can't worst thing of all time. Them. And then every single time they make a sack, it's see, this is what I've been talking about. Yeah. I hope that's you coaching. Want a sack. That's coaching. You know, they get better. That's a second half adjustment. No, yeah. you didn't think it's better than Belichick. You didn't understand defense better than uh, that. it's that's not brutal. what they were doing. But oh, the whole idiot. game, he's taking the ball from the center and threw it within a half a second. Everyone's like, there's no pressure. I was like, he threw it to the left to the running back. They just what are they gonna was, do? It was bad tackling in the first half. It was I mean, pretty much the Pats do the same thing they do every time. It's like they're gonna cut off 75% of what you like to do, and they'll give you the other 25%. And if you can just take that the whole game, you might be able to beat the Patriots. But most teams, like, don't do yeah, it. They, 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 they want to take their shots. They eventually want to do what they like to do. Yeah. And it's like, no, the Pats aren't going to let you do that. And, I mean, this game was kind of – and then eventually they just keep closing in on closing in what they let you do. And and, and it, sh- it shows you they, they were ready to fucking give Bortles back the ball with 90 seconds left. They weren't – Oh, yeah. They had no – they were not, not nervous about that Well, I mean, basically from the last touchdown on, the Pats' yeah. defense was like – Lights out. Two and a half quarters, they shut them down. Yeah. Absolutely shut them but down. But to be fair, they pulled the, – the, the Jags pulled the Atlanta Falcons. Opposite Atlanta Falcons, really. They were winning. They were trying to run the ball and got nothing. They wouldn't pass to get first downs. They were playing not to lose. They threw it. They didn't play to win a whatsoever. A little bit, but like I don't think they changed their game plan. They no, didn't they throw didn't. the ball yeah. in the first half either. Like they did throw it a little bit, but it wasn't like he was like dropping back and just like five wide every time. To it's beat like, the Patriots in New England, you have to take a couple chances there in the fucking AFC Championship game. Throw the ball on fucking third and yeah three. Don't run. In between the tackles, every single play, they just couldn't they were get just anything going. Stopping and it. that D line was just—it was awesome. Stout. Second half, it was fucking awesome. And the fucking—that's the best rushing team in the NFL. I mean, you're not going to get a better running team than that. Um, They—the one thing that scares me going against Philadelphia, who looked dynamite in their NFC Championship yeah, game, they blew the. Vikings I had. Out. I thought you know. I thought that Philadelphia might win. I didn't think they'd beat them by fucking thirty. Uh, yeah, the only thing I can think of is. Um, the Vikings shouldn't have even won the week before, and the Eagles yeah, like they use up. The if you miracle. watch the Eagles all year, like the Eagles were the best team all year. They were, which is crazy that the Pats are a five and ho- half point spread against the Eagles. Well, I think that should be like if, a if it was em. if it was against Wentz, I think if it was it Wentz, they should be favored by the six. Eagles. Would be favored, yeah. Yeah, so he's Wentz. not that good. Yeah. Wentz isn't that much better than F- Foles. Is good. Yeah, he's good. and so I don't know, but makes uh, me a little bit nervous. I don't know. I I thought. Um, like defensively, the Pats like they they really did they did kind of everything. They didn't really make many mistakes. No, even when they were like marching down on them, they had like a couple mistakes here. It was just like little plays that just. How many times is a team going to convert third down? Like I would take that same exact defense, the same exact way 30%, they played. Thirty percent. They should be thirty percent. Yeah, the, and they were like seventy percent in the first half. It's like that's not yeah. going to continue to happen. Like eventually they're going to make a mistake. Eventually you can't. You know, it's just brutal. You can't. Especially against Philadelphia, Philadelphia like uh, they just they clamp down on you if you get if you get behind against them. I you can't do that. You, uh, I mean, it's brutal watching. Like you, you're fucking twisting and turning. Like yeah, how are you come back? Like <laughs> not even. <laughs> like you need two or three like yeah, scores. But, you're like, ugh, this is gonna take forever. But it's Brady. Like he's just a fucking machine. It's like 
Watching even at the end of the I, game. But why like, do we need him to save us every time? Let's get I don't a know fucking if it's defensive save us. It's like how about he kind of like what steps is, it up early? Him step it up early? He doesn't have to step it up early. They had they had ten points going to the fourth quarter. Like it's not his he, fault. He was fucking dead on. He was fucking putting the ball in the money every time. I mean the the maybe I mean maybe. Jacksonville's defense. They stalled going was, that first drive. They needed a touchdown. Like that was they they cruise right down the field. They and then they get stopped on the ten and they just I don't know. They were throwing the ball right down the field to start the game and then they Cooks I don't know what happened. Looked awesome. Yeah, they were give, like he was fucking burning Bouye all yeah. day. They had some weird gameplay where they they decided they were going to give him a fucking twelve yard cushion the entire game. Mm. Just I don't know. Well, he just kept like everyone's like, oh yeah, it's easy to catch those balls when he's wide open. It's like. Do you realize how difficult it is to get open? Yeah. Like, he gets, he's so fast that the cornerbacks are scared of him. Yes. He burns him. As soon as he opens his hips, he stops, and his, the was, ball's there. Yeah. It's like, he that's was a getting, tough route to run. He ran 100, he got 100 yards receiving. He's the, I think he was the third he receiver to catches. do it. He was the third receiver to do it against Jacksonville all season. Oh, really? Yeah, ever get up to and get 100 yards. And you don't count those, he had those two long pass interferences. Yeah. Which, so that's like yeah. another 80 yards Clear. of offense. I mean, they and the third one, they didn't it. even call. Yeah. The third one, the ball, like, hits him in the chest, but, like, you could see Ramsey's holding one of his arms down, so yeah, he can't right. lift it, and he didn't get. Yeah, he, they show that. In he the, never gets those calls. They showed that in the fucking stadium. Everyone went. He, nuts. Got, he did get that other call though at the end of the first half that was kind of ticky. When he pushed him out of bounds, he didn't really even push him. He just kind of ran him out of bounds. Like he just yeah. kind of bodied him. He didn't. Yeah, really... you can't do that if you're not looking at the ball. Yeah, so, that's uh, true. So you, uh, yeah, the Jalen Ramsey one was hanging on his neck. I thought the play, one of the biggest plays of the game was. Uh, I think it was after the Pats scored their first touchdown and they needed the ball back. Yeah. They threw it was like third and seven. They throw this little out pass uh to Mercedes Lewis and McCordy just times it perfectly. Comes up, buries him, fourth and one. They had the punt, the Pats get the ball back and there was a come defense down showed up. I mean, they did their best. I mean, in the second half they showed up. The uh first half you know, they couldn't stop the run. They were fucking, I mean, Fournette was getting holes left and right, which they were going to make their plays. They weren't in the AFC Championship game for nothing. I mean, but um, yeah, I mean, Jacksonville was better than I expected them to Jacksonville be. Jacksonville just made all all the plays. I could. Yeah. They had one drop, and it was like late in the, in the fourth quarter. Like, they didn't make any mistakes. Cooks had that bad drop. He had that tough drop. Yeah, that tough drop. Everyone's like, oh, that would have been a touchdown. That's classic. Uh, like, I don't know. They, that was at, like the, the 50-yard line. Like, yeah. there's people, other people on the field. Yeah. <laughs> they fucking hit him on the finger. That yeah, was that was tough. One. Uh, you know, converting that fourth and two was so ballsy. Uh, the, the first drive of the game. Um, oh, to Amon. Amendola is just I an mean, absolute cool. legend, right? He's yeah. a playoff legend. He fucking carried that team. It's, it was the, the loss of Rob Gronkowski, uh, you know, I, I I equate it to how Antonio Brown got hurt against the game against the Steelers. Like, the whole defensive game plan was geared toward stopping Antonio Brown, and Jacksonville was stopping Rob Gronkowski. That when he got out, when he got injured, which I think was a kill shot, by the way. No. You don't think that was a kill shot? I'm actually... I fucking think that was a code red on Rob Gronkowski. I'm in the other camp completely. If you watch the play, he hits him with his shoulder first. In the face. No, he went, he kind of went shoulder to shoulder, and then after his shoulder hit, his face mash just fucking smashes his head. But it's like he Gronk's kind of falling forward. In like, what are you supposed well, to do? Hold on. He, I'm a, talking, I always looking, defend cornerbacks. You're talking in a, secondary. A six six guy who's who jumped right. So now you've got a six six guy that's whose head is nine and a half feet off the ground. Whoa, whoa! whoa. When he hit him, no, when no, he hit no. him, he was leaning forward. Well, I understand, but he landed, so he could have fucking hit him in the stomach. 
or the fucking thighs, anywhere else. I think it was a kill shot. Yeah, maybe. I mean, he did go like sh- it was like shoulder to shoulder and then helmet to helmet. So it's yeah. like duck. It's obviously a tough, tough um, play, but it's a call, and it's like, all right, what are you gonna do? It's I don't well, know. It's it kind was of a kill shot. It was a code red. I'm telling you right now. You think so, it was a code red? And I'm fucking fighting. Like everybody's high fiving around me because we got the penalty. I'm like, you just Robert Kelsey's not coming back. Like I, did, I thought he was gonna come back. He can't stand. Yeah, he couldn't. I was like, he can't stand. I, I wonder, was, is he gonna be healthy for? Yeah, Super Bowl? he'll be healthy. I'm gonna knock on wood, but yeah, they were. Dude, already that saying, was a bad he's one. Been, he, he was, was in. Pre- he was in fucking. Uh, he's in concussion protocol, but he was. He's at the stadium the last three days. He's tweeted a couple times. I'm sure, he'll be fine. I mean, I mean, how are they gonna be able to tell that he has a concussion? Honestly. Yeah, they can't. <laughs> if he, he's just gonna be like, I'm fine. Yeah, but, and I'm gonna play in the Super Bowl. I don't care. Rob Gronkowski, his concussion protocol test is so low, it's tough to go lower. It really, it's difficult uh, to yeah to be able to prove that he doesn't already always have a concussion. Shit. Um, Your eyes are cross-eyed. Yeah, yeah. well, they're always cross-eyed. I'm <laughs> fucking how retarded. I look. <laughs> just throw the ball to me. I'll run. Um, so it's like. It's difficult because they were definitely geared towards Gronk. So fucking once he went out, they were spread out more. And um, Amendola was just finding seams left and right. Uh, you couldn't be stopped. I mean, they were they were throwing the ball third and 18, fucking converted against Jacksonville's defense. I know. That's classic Brady in, um, in, a, in a clutch moment in a clutch game. And it's like, uh, it's just such, like. It was the same. Wasn't it's it so the, simple. It was like, like the same play they did against was third and fifteen in the Super Bowl against Seahawks. No, it was oh it was, it like was third same. and eighteen against the Falcons. They had Falcons. a third and eighteen against the Falcons too. Really? Oh my god. It was crazy. So yeah, it's just cause he stands in the pocket and he fires that that dig that deep dig route over the linebackers in front of the safeties. He did it. That's where the the, the big hit that fucking Edelman took against Camp Chancellor that everyone says he yeah. got a uh, concussion on. Um it's the same fucking play, they call it every time. And it's fucking. He hits it every single time. You see the uh, the play on the goal line. I think it was the the Amendola touchdown to take the lead in the back of the end zone. Yeah, they ran the classic play that they run always at the like the six yard line when and it was you, the they Cooks ran Edelman. the Cooks ran the Edelman. Cooks route. ran yeah. that little like whip like he comes in like a slant and then kicks out and he was wide open. Yeah, and you could tell Brady wasn't even thinking. About it. He was like, "This is going to Amendola." Yeah, Amendola is the guy. Yeah. I mean, he couldn't. Cooks be was wide and. It was also, too, like, I guess he's probably a little more scared of the cornerbacks are the best players. Like, attack the middle yeah. of the field. They kind of stink, so. Yeah, so he was okay, yeah he was attacking chance. the safety. And that was Ramsey on him. Ramsey, in the second and half, they, they put Ramsey over Cooks yeah. everywhere he went. They and just had to, like, double him. They had to take him off the field. It was crazy, but they didn't change the they didn't change the fact that they were going to fucking give him 12 yards uh, cushion. I didn't No, get they that. kept well, yeah, well, no. Ramsey was playing like up on him. They're playing he? with coverage behind him. They just Ramsey was shadowing him, because uh, and but they, I mean that cover three is so bad against the pass because you're talking like Amendola and Gronk like running down the middle of the field against linebackers. It's like it's just not good coverage. It's, it's not, not going to work. No. So that yeah, it's very similar to I mean the fucking Eagles do a cover three, cover one. They got fucking I don't know. It's gonna be tough. To, it's tough to me to be to think that you have a better. The all-around defense than Jacksonville. Jacksonville's defense was so sick. It was good, it, and I was, but I think they were overrated. I, I mean, they were a ten and six football team. They had some bad losses, but that's the type of team that can win in the playoffs once they get in. Yeah, they're they're. I know, and it's funny that like if, if football was, is geared towards this passing game again. Yeah. Yet the same thing always wins in the playoffs. Yeah. And the, I think the Pats kind of they have the defense. I think the Pats defense outplayed them. Yeah, and especially in the second half, the, their defense went. 
How many times did they go three and out? Like they would, the Pats would march down, have to punt from the forty with like eight minutes left, and pin them inside the ten. They were just like, all right, our defense is going to go three and out, yeah, no matter what happens here. Like Patriots were moving the ball on them, and that's what all I wanted to see was them move the ball. I mean, the offensive line was outstanding this game. Fucking, they had yeah. they gave up one coverage sack. And one real sack, basically, in the game. Yeah. One covered sack, and then one... Not yeah. many hits on them. Like, I didn't like... And that's the, fucking... The, that was, like, the, the biggest sack team in the NFL, fucking, yeah. besides Pittsburgh. Uh, Jacksonville, fucking Calais Campbell. Yannick Ngakwe fucking didn't even well, sniff I guess Brady. 20 of the... So, Jacksonville, like, 55 sacks. Yeah. 20 of them too. came against two teams. Yeah. Like, more than that. It was, like, it was like 35 against... against the Colts and the Colts Houston's and some other quarterback. Yeah, Houston. Yeah. Right. I wasn't... I, I was. I thought the pass would run the ball. They didn't run the ball inside at all. They ran no. it like sixteen times. It was all on the edge. There was a lot of stuff. I was. I was looking at Matt Chatham's Twitter timeline. He does a, you know his Pat's podcast and mm. stuff. And there was a couple plays where they had fucking broken runs ready to like blast for fucking eighty yards. And um, you know there was just the the linebackers were so athletic that they were like just beating. Uh, there was one that was a reverse to Rex Burkhead. Yeah, where he got like four yards or something but he had a he had a tunnel that was on third down he had a tunnel for a touchdown yeah and um Deion lewis is, is lead blocking in front for um on miles jack and he made a good block and he makes too. a block yeah. but miles jack fucking i don't know he didn't have his enough inside hmm. like if that was devlin it was a touchdown like, yeah so he fucking miles jack was just got around him a little bit and just tackled rex burkhead by the arm yeah and don't forget that rex burkhead is like a like sprained ACL or whatever he has, sprained MCL. So he could have had a little bit more burst and got that. He had nobody. He was gone if, yeah. if he makes that block. I mean, there's a couple plays. That was a, they did that twice on third down. They, the pass offense, too, they like they didn't help the defense at all in the first half. They went three and out like a ton. three different times in the first half. It, it's like, come on. The defense is taking a beating right now. Kill me. They were doing uh, when they went to hurry up. I think it was maybe it was early in the second yeah. half. They went to hurry up, go. You know, get uh, three. I don't know they went probably like eight yards, one yard, and then fucking incomplete pass. Yeah, and zero like zero seconds went off the clock, and mm-hmm. they had a punt. I was like, the fuck? They went. <laughs> I was I like, let's go, let's get fucking. They weren't like you're going hurry up offense. You're not throwing it down the field. I don't. I didn't get it. They they went and went three and out in a hurry up offense. Um, I get it. Like Jacksonville's a good team, and their defensive line's good. It was a good tune up for whoever we were gonna play in the Super Bowl. Uh, so I'm. I mean, I think that, that was the other thing. Jacksonville didn't miss. I don't think they missed one tackle in no, the, like the first good. half. Yeah, they really were. Yeah, and they're great tackles. Honestly, I didn't know if Gronk was going to be fucking able to do anything on that team anyway. He had one catch. He started to. They started yeah. going to him. They started forcing the ball to him, which yeah. I don't know if I like it. Don't like it. I hate it for no. He's done that. You know, he used to do it to Moss. Mm. Fucking did. It. He does it to Gronk a lot too. But I've been getting arguments with people that. Again, the Cooks thing, he's having a bad year. Everyone's like, he doesn't catch the deep ball. He doesn't catch the deep ball. Turns out he's second in the league with deep. receptions over 40 yards. Like, Of course he is. And he's fucking, he's got the, like, the highest yards per catch yeah. in a fucking, in the league. He, he had 100 yards against the Jaguars. I'm convinced. That shuts everybody up. That's I'm, it. No, people were still like, yeah, but he, he had that drop and, like, he didn't really, like, get out. It's like, dude. You guys fucking people think Hogan are better receiver than them, and the only thing I can think of is that they're racist yeah. because Hogan <laughs> probably, is fucking probably terrible. true. I wouldn't say Hogan's terrible, but he he's has, not terrible. He hasn't shown me anything since he came back from that injury. No, he, he last year he, Cooks had a better year than Edelman's had in the past like three years. Niggas is wildin'. I mean Julian Edelman 
and Brandon Cooks don't run the same routes. That's the other thing. Everyone's so, like, like, oh, why don't we put Cooks in the slots? It's not what he does. Why don't we put Randy Moss at tight end? <laughs> like, what are we talking about here? It's not the same. <laughs> yeah. It's like, so fucking Edelman's going to have a million more catches, and he's going to have less yards. But because not even fucking all. Brandon Cooks is going to run straight and catch yeah. the ball. He ha- And Cooks has way more touchdowns than Edelman's. Real- yeah. Edelman only had, like, one year comparable. Otherwise, like, I don't know. Cooks it had just some drives me nuts. broken T- long touchdowns this year. And people get mad he drops the ball. Like a K- yeah, he, he does it a little ball. bit. I mean, he had that big drop this game, but it's like, I don't know. It's tough to you harp on all it. his big catches, yeah. and then like you completely forget about those, completely forget about his long pass interferences, and then you people just like... drop the ball. Gronk dropped the ball in this game. Yeah. He fucking dropped the ball and then got concussed. What's yeah. worse? He fucking was out of the game for the rest rest of the game. And it was, yeah. I mean, it wasn't easy. I mean, it wasn't a tough catch, but it wasn't an easy catch Cooks was making either. No, Cooks is... Listen... Brandon Cooks has put up 100 yards in the AFC Championship game. He won you the game, basically. He was a big, yeah, him and He was Amendola. the reason. Yeah. He was the only one that moved the ball. Yeah. I mean, if it wasn't for Cooks, Amendola wasn't going to be open. That's Did, the other thing, too. They had to double Cooks the whole yeah. second half. It's like, how is that not a factor? The whole reason they won. Yeah. Uh, that and the defensive stand. So, I, yeah, like I said, a million times I was like, how many? I thought this game was over. Four or five times in the second half. I really did get nervous. They were down weird. like 20 to 10 with like eight minutes left. Fucking Brandon. And then uh, they, they every time, anytime they go to trick play, I'm like, fuck, desperation. Like, this is it. But they always are awesome trick plays. So it's the same exact thing when last year where they did um, in the Super Bowl, they like Edelman threw that ball. I think it was like a, it was a pass to Edelman. He threw it to Deion Lewis. And it didn't get intercepted, but like he, he, it wasn't complete. It was way all the way on the other side of yeah, the field. He, yeah, he threw it to the left, and Edelman threw it all the way to the yeah. right to a cover Deion Lewis. And it was sh- well short. And it was, it was, he was fucking in his yeah. hip pocket, the defensive back. I was like, fuck, they're emptying the tank here. There's, they got nothing yeah. left. So that's exactly what I thought when they did this play to Edelman. I mean, Amendola, and he threw it back to fucking uh, Deion Lewis. And I was like, all right, you got a bunch of yards here. That's good. And then he fucking fumbles. I freaked out. I threw my fucking bottle on the ground. I, I was, uh, they show it on the big screen, and they show it at first. I'm like, oh, he's down. And then I see the ball moving before. I'm like, fuck. Which I'm still not convinced that it's really a fumble because he had it. They had to just stick with, had with to, whatever was They on said the, field. the play stands. They didn't say you yeah. know, it was a fucking definitely a fumble. He no, was, they, just, they were like, how can you? It was impossible to tell. If they said it wasn't a fumble, yeah. they probably wouldn't have reversed it because he yeah. kind of had it on his arm. But it, it was, I was, it was on his arm, call. and it was hooked to he his, was just, his hip. I mean, in, honestly, the, the jack came from nowhere. Yeah. Like He came like from the perfect angle and just like ripped it perfectly. But the other thing was, Dion has to have the ball in his Left outside hand. arm. Yeah. And then you don't fumble that. Yeah. Deion Lewis simple. has had zero fumbles this, this year and fumbled right there. Yeah. In the fucking and that was ACC a great play, too. Yeah. I mean, they were like... He got like 40 he yards. Sh- he does that a lot, and I don't like that, actually. Some, he's almost too patient on those screens. Like, if White catches that ball, White kind of just runs when he catches the screen. And Dion could have just ran and probably wouldn't have got tackled. I mean, those guys would have to tackle him while trying to avoid blockers. Like, yeah. just get the 40 yards. You don't need to score a touchdown on every play. There, I mean, he was... I mean, talk about the mental toughness, right, of that. And coming back from that, scoring, you know, touchdowns, coming back from down 10, yeah, right? And then you're going against the best defense in the NFL. You have – all you have to do is run the ball and have them fucking clock, you know, take timeouts. And they give you Deion Lewis on third and nine when everybody in the world knows you're running it. And you fucking get 18 yards to ice the game. Send yeah. your team to the Super Bowl. That was send them his, home. His speed too. Like he, 
turn that corner with guys close enough to him, but he's sneaky really fast, and he just outruns and them all. We should be, should discuss that he also had his ball in the right arm doing that. Did he? Running to the left. Yeah. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. He, he, he ran with his ar- ball in his right arm, passed all the linebackers, passed everybody, and then when he finally is about to take a hit, he puts two hands on it. But I was like, put in the left arm. Yeah. I know. I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's so it's tough about it. Just fucking, maybe they just got the fumble out of him right there, so that's good. I mean... You know, maybe fucking. How about after that fumble though? Back. The defense comes on and they go three and out, and about twelve seconds came off the clock. Yeah, that was huge. They came out, stopped the run. They come out, try to throw, knock it down, stop the run again, punt, stop all momentum. Yeah, fucking Trey Flowers was a monster in he, this game, dude. The sack he had, like at the goal line. Yeah. Um, he they basically put him at nose tackle. He's lined up over the center and just manhandles the center, tosses him to the ground, and then gets the sack. There was a um, there was like a thing online. There was offensive linemen from like other teams, like one from the uh, the Falcons, one from somewhere else. They were all like three of them, and they were like, "Fucking Trey Flowers is impossible to block one on one." And they were just talking to each other, and somebody picked it up, and they're like, "That guy's got like a twelve foot wingspan, and he's so strong. He looks he's he's impossible, fast. To, yeah. uh, impossible to uh, block one on one." And um, he they, he had him play four different uh, defensive line spots. He played both ends, tackle and fucking nose tackle. Yeah. And he got a pressure. He got a hit on everybody. You know, every on every uh, offensive player. You know, mm-hmm. he hit the he hit the quarterback off of each lineman. And uh, you know, he got the sack up the middle. So much pressure. I mean, he was he was awesome that game. James James Harrison he's, fucking crushed crushed the right tackle early early he, he lost struggle. contain like three times he did. It's like dude what and he was right there at That's one point thing. he fucking the lo- the left tackle comes out to block him he yeah. takes the left tackle tosses him back three yards yeah. and then like just let Fournette get outside of him but like he's definitely like our best he's, edge he's, guy he's, yeah, it's he, like just like that he's, it's imp- it's impo- you can't put anybody else in front of him it's no like, he's too strong he's, he's better huge. than anybody you're ever gonna have right now at this time of year who'd you rather get hit by james harrison or devlin or truck uh fucking honestly probably devlin you think yeah. i don't know devlin james just... harrison is so strong have you ever seen him fucking do anything i don't know how fast he is speed plays a huge factor in how hard people hit too yeah which is what tricks you like you could be super strong and if you're kind of slow it's not gonna hurt as bad so like saying james harrison versus like like Patrick Chung, I bet you hits like a fucking a brick wall. Yeah, Chung is nice. Or like Speaking of that, Chung. Fast linebackers, like fucking. Chung and McCordy are the only ones they send on blitzes anymore. Yeah. And not McCordy, uh, Butler, Malcolm Butler. I love that fucking edge blitz. The bu- It worked twice, and yeah. the Chung blitz worked too. It's like that's the only dude yeah, they the, They never. They used to always send those high tower Collins blitz, and they. I don't think they do it anymore. Uh, Maybe Ro- they do Landon line. Roberts has done it. It's, it's, it's not even a blitz, really. It's a. Uh, it's like a hesitation. It's a read. It's a read. If the running back stay, if you're reading the running back and he stays in, the fucking guy runs up the a gap. That's what he does, basically. Yeah, and Hightower was just impossible. Hightower to block. and Jamie Collins, and Collins were the best at it. Impossible to block. He's just Collins. so athletic, and they hit yeah. so hard they would just run running backs over. And they were the best at it. Yeah. Um, Mayo used to do it nice too. Mayo. Um, talk about Danny Amendola. The whole game. He became fucking – I mean, his playoff performances have been outrageous. Like, his last three games, the Super Bowl, the Titans, and the uh, and the Jacksonville Jaguars, he's got, like, something like 400 yards, like, four touchdowns, a two-point conversion. Jesus. It's something crazy. Like, they're on the level of, like, uh, like fucking Jerry Rice numbers in, like, a three-game span in playoffs. Fucking crazy. And, he, like, 
I'm I'm happy he like made the plays, but as long as he tries his best, Toten, that's yeah. all we really care <laughs> so, about here at the Malcolm Go. And he I, definitely puts the effort in. Uh, he di- that fucking diving catch he made at the end of the game <laughs> that was ridiculous. Where like the ball was put, it looked picked. It looked like the I, it was to it was like an impossible pass yeah. to make. He threw it so like I don't even know if Brady was like throwing it away or what. And fucking it was like I don't know three inches outside the top the middle finger of the DB. And Edel- and Amendola keeps calling him Edelman, but Amendola jumps out, fucking dives and makes the catch. Like his hands were ridiculous. And he kind of rolled over the ball, and it was yeah. one of those ones where it was like, oh, is this gonna be a catch? Yeah. Is the ball? Mo-? It never even came close to hitting the ground. He's- he rolled over it perfectly and tucked it and kept his like wrist under. It. It How funny. do you have hands like that when a guy's throwing the ball like forty miles an hour? And it's I know. it's like you don't have a glove. I mean, it's a fucking. It hits your hands. It's in the punt return you had was fucking won the that game. That was huge. Won the game. Yeah, because that was like at that point they just needed to kick a field goal to tie the game, and yeah. that pretty much put them away. Yeah, because it was they were what down to the thirty or something. Yeah, they got to the thirty. It looked like they blocked it in stadium. I was like, did they block that? Because it's not going very far. And what did he catch it at like the fifty? He and- caught it at the fifty, and what he did, he came out and he was waving it off, like yeah. not waving for a fair catch, but waving like get away, get away, get yeah. away. He's probably yelling, and then he ran bounce. up and caught it. And it took off. Yeah. yeah, like he was just fucking. Because you see one of the um, the gunners on Jacksonville come down. And he's like, "What the fuck was that? Like fucking? Oh, he, how can?" And then he like puts his arms up like, like during the catch. play. Yeah, yeah. He's like, and then he like, he's also getting like they could because they always call holding, always, especially in the regular season on every punt. They yeah. kind of put their flags away for this game. They a did lot. well. Not if you listen to Jacksonville fans. What did they? Ha- but they had two penalties that were the two long pass interferences. Then at the end of the game, they had like a personal foul because they were fighting with the Pats. Like, yeah. they, it was, they had six penalties. It wasn't that. Yeah, one and of them one, was a, a fucking, couple of them, two delay games. Yeah, they had a delay a game, which is ridiculous. They I mean, two. They, and I mean, what else? There was nothing really any crazy. There was two pass interferences, the personal foul, which was obvious. Um, yeah, the personal foul, and I think it was another one at the end when they were fighting. Yeah, and they didn't even get that one when Lewis or White like ran in the end zone. They were like five yards in the end zone. And that's and the body slams like white to the ground, and that's when like they know how they show the clip on it's on Twitter like the ref is like laughing yeah yeah with yeah. the because the pastor sitting there like dude how is this not a penalty like he just body slammed white after he's five yards in the end zone yeah. and then they show the ref laughing like oh he's laughing with the pats yeah like, no we should have got a penalty on that you fucking idiots like no there were, there was yeah they showed a bunch of things like that they were like like things are like played in reverse like fucking the yeah. JFK assassination like they had a, <laughs> like they had him like shit Tom Brady shaking hands with the ref after the game they're like look at he's congratulating him right? for a good job job well that done that was my favorite it's like yeah all right you it's yeah if you're a ref you're sitting there like you must be a fan of football yeah. and Tom Brady is the best ever yeah. it's like come on would you just fucking he just won that game again like he was down 10 with fucking Eight minutes to go against this great defense. And I can't think. It wasn't like they came back because of, like, oh, they gave him some nice calls. It's like, yeah. no, that's not how they came back, no. you fucking assholes. Uh, There's another one that was funny. It was this clip. This guy breaks it down on uh, on Twitter where it's like, Tom, like, they didn't reset the um, – the play clock. They did it to twenty five oh, instead of forty. That. And he's like, No, you gotta you gotta do the forty and he's pushing his arm up yeah. and he goes, See right here, Tom Brady tells him, extend the clock. They, they do extend it. the yeah. clock. And then oh, it's like, dude, do you have no clue how any of this works? <laughs> like <dude. laughs> there was yeah, there was because it was running down. I, I saw that and it was running down and then they spot the ball and have to restart it because that's the way it's supposed to go. So they restart it to twenty five. Uh so it's like forty forty seconds from the end of the play or twenty five seconds from when, when they, they spot sp- the yeah. ball. So it got down to like I don't know twenty one seconds or something like that, and um, 
and uh, and then once he spots the ball, they bring it back to twenty five, which was the way they do it all the time. Yeah. And this guy was like, they fucking moved it up twice just for Tom Brady. Yeah. Don't ever do that. That was like when uh, when Pats fans were complaining. I think it was after the first Super Bowl that they lost to the Giants. Yeah. Uh, they're like. Here's all the times that they they started the clock quicker. There could be three extra minutes on the clock at the end of the game if they didn't mess. It's like, dude, uh, you, they lost. Get right? it over. Get, get over. It's with over. It. I mean, I, I still hurt over the fucking fact that Richard Seymour basically had Eli Manning tackled. He fucking had him in a bear hug, and they didn't blow the whistle. Yeah. And he throws the ball to David Tyree. That's but a, whatevs. That's uh, what happens. But Asante could have picked it off. So. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, so when I was thinking about Danny Amendola, I was thinking about how he has probably become. One of, if not the top free agent Bill Belichick has ever signed. I have a comprehensive list, if you don't believe yeah. me. Well, remember when Welker um, when Welker left, everyone, Amendola came in, and he had 110 catches in St. Louis. Yeah. And they were like, this guy's going to be... And then he was like... Shit. He got hurt. He had like 40 catches. They were like, yeah, people were... It was him and Brandon Lloyd yeah. got the same treatment. Yeah, he was the guy that... He was the fucking Brandon Cooks when he first came. Basically, he was yeah. Bra- he was the Brandon Cooks, Stephon Gilmore, the guy that replaced like the legend, yeah. the, and the fucking got all this big money, and uh, you know didn't perform like the last guy. Basically, yeah. so that's exactly. What, so they're expecting Cooks to be oh, Brandon Moss. They're I put ex- that fucking play to end the game. That was so unbelievable. Beautiful. Fucking cla- just so perfect. Yeah, it was a perfectly played pl- ball where. I mean, he's manned up, and he fucking just dominated that. And it was just like— Fourth down. And it was a, not a bad ball by Bortles. Like, he threw it. He had one-on-one coverage. The guy kind of had him beat. He threw it on the run, and it was just perfect. I mean, the it guy would have had to have been a perfect ball. He would have had to really—yeah, but then— And he was running to throw that up. He yeah. Threw it, like, I didn't, was Bort- just, it was just a perfect play by Gilmore. Bortles didn't run once in that game. No, he had one—do you know one rush for eight I yards? I can't remember. I think he had one first down— Early in the third quarter, when they kicked their first field goal. Yeah. Which, that guy hit a fucking bomb. Yeah, he hit like a 50-yarder. 54-yarder, and it was from in. a road. It could have been 70. It annoyed me. Bomb. But anyways, best so, region. So anyway, yeah, I wanted to tie. So I couldn't get it down to five. I did six. This is my order. If you if you want to fight me on any of them, fight me on them. You go reverse? I'll go reverse. Yeah, six to one. All right. I couldn't break I'm it down to think five. I have one. I have one. Solid one in my head that's definitely high on my list. Okay, well let me let me go number six. Darrell Revis, one year. Yeah, I mean he was perfect. All pro fucking corner, and he came in and he was perfect. Won the Super Bowl. Yeah, perfect uh, acquisition. Cheap money. Fucking. I would almost say um, Revis slash Browner because they were the same guys who came in for one year and they were both gone after mercenaries. They were both cornerbacks like that. Yeah, but Yeah. yeah, Revis was fucking money. Next, Roman Pfeiffer, old timer. I like nobody Pfeiffer. remembers. Number he was the fucking middle linebacker on those the first dynasty. All three uh, classic, classic uh, middle linebacker for for Bill Belichick. We just did everything he asked. He was like a fucking. He would blow up the running back, blow up screenplays. Super smart guy that was on a losing team his entire life. He like he played like fucking thirteen years for fucking like the Rams or something, and then was they were terrible every year. He comes to New England. They won three Super Bowls in four years. His last, the last year, he was like couldn't even walk anymore. <laughs> but like Belichick begged him not to retire. Uh, he was a stud. My favorite linebacker of all time, outside linebacker, I guess I might say, but is Roosevelt Colvin. Love it. Yeah, he didn't was make fu- the list. Awesome. I, was he a free agent or was he, was he just a, free a guy? Agent. Oh, I loved him. He was like, he was our best pass rusher for years. He fucking he was really good, and he tore his hip. 
Like in his first, he had like eight sacks or something, like six <laughs> games, and he was on some tear. And he's when he first got there, and he fucking tore his hip m- muscle, Jesus. and he fucking was out for the year. Uh, I think they, I don't know, they might have won the Super Bowl anyway, but they were so good then. It didn't I matter. Um, so number four, Rob Ninkovich. Uh, Nink is yeah underrated. He's one of the few guys like they don't. You watch it now because Trey Flowers tries to do it all the time. Yeah, trying to cover the running back out of the backfield in man to man when you're the D end. Like if you rush and then the the guy's supposed to block you, but then he leaks, you have to pick him up. Trey Flowers can't do it. Yeah, and Ninkovich no, was awesome at it. Yeah, it's diff- It's a very difficult play to make, and it's he Trey Flowers is just so long. Where Ninkovich was also like an off the off the line linebacker. Yeah. Where he play, he played off the line linebacker like a couple of years with the Pats, his first few years, and he he was really good at it too. He just and did everything. Yeah, he did everything. He was a Swiss Army knife, and he was um, played every snap too. Yes. He was one of those guys. Yeah, he was every snap guy, and he was just a, he was clutch. He was he was basically a reincarnation of my next guy. Well, actually, sorry, not my next guy, but coming up, he's a reincarnation of a guy that's going to be my number two. Um, so Ninkovich, love Ninkovich. He's my number four guy. Next, Hot Rod, Rodney Harrison. I was gonna say he's the number one guy I was thinking of as one of the best free agents. The other guy, I'm thinking, if you're gonna say that uh, Revis killer. is uh, who I almost want to look at your list because I don't know who's in your list, but don't look at my list. I would say Patrick Chung is a better free agent pickup. See, he's an honorable mention on my on my. I list. think he's a better pickup than Revis. Um, I mean, I guess. Kind of. I mean, it's only re- maybe because of how many years he's you been got here. him for years. Yeah, but, but you he, had the, the second half we got him. He's been he's been the perfect strong safety. Yeah, people are <laughs> fucking bullshit about that too. Like even yesterday or it was today or something. Belichick admitted that he made a mistake. Like he didn't know how to play Patrick Chung when he was first here. It's the same thing that happened to McCordy. Like yeah. you all of a sudden, you, yeah, he he was playing the exact wrong position. You come down and realize, oh, they had Chung <clears> playing <throat> Duran Harmon's role basically. Mm-hmm. And he couldn't. He's do playing it. McCourty's role, and he well, he's not fast enough, and no. he couldn't figure it out. And that's he's, not his style. He likes to hit. He likes to tackle. He's like down, put him in the box. Yeah, he's in the box. Linebacker style. Cover the tight end, and he can cover any tight end, maybe besides Gronkowski. And I bet he's probably the perfect guy to cover yeah. Gronk because he does but it all the time. Must I do bet it in he practice. could cover Gronk yeah. pretty well. So he's my he's an honorable mention. But next, yeah, I said hot Rodney hot Rodney Harrison came in. Took over fucking for Lawyer Malloy. I thought they were going to be partners, but fucking they ended up cutting Lawyer Malloy. Rodney Harrison takes over at, at uh, strong safety and is just, I mean, he was the best leader in the locker room. Fucking us against the world Rodney guy. Rodney was the best. He, really, he was I, an us he against was the world awesome. guy. You fucking got hurt all the time. Love Belichick. Did fucking too. steroids once. He was fucking an animal. Still loves Belichick. Yeah, he's he, still always hearing. Oh, every time he's on Sunday Night Football, he's like, who's the best team in the world? Fucking, yeah. he, he played for the Chargers for like three times as long. I know. <laughs> he's just, he, he's Patriot blue through and through. Uh, next, Mike Rabel. What number is this? Number this is two? my number two guy. Yeah, Rabel was, yeah, he was a beast. Um, I mean, un- people got Im- mad when he, it was impossible. another guy that they were mad he, like they let him go. It's like, they he, traded him because they perfect. were going to cut him. Yeah, yeah, he was overrated. Like, he, he was, was solid, but like, do not say he was overrated. He was the greatest, he was the greatest edge defender the Patriots maybe ever had. Yeah, I mean, he's up probably there. ever had. You, it was impossible to run around his edge. Impossible. He, I, I put I him know, and was, Nink on the like. He was drafted by the Steelers. Levels. He no, they're not on similar levels. You don't think so? No, Ninkovich could not fucking come close to Mike Vrabel. Mike Vrabel was an elite defensive end. I think 
Ah, yeah, it's tough. He wasn't a big sacks guy, but he would get over 10 sacks, and you couldn't run around the edge on him. Yeah. You, you couldn't do it. I mean, yeah, I did like Rabel. Plus, obviously. he had 10 touchdowns in the playoffs as a tight end, or 10 touchdowns. But He has 10 of, touchdowns in his career? He, he, had, he, had, he was played tight end for 10 plays. He was thrown to 10 times. He had 10 touchdowns you know what the best in his is career. That, he never the, dropped it, and they never not threw it to him. It was one of like the talking about the Patriots dynasties, and uh, Rabel came on, and He's like, uh, he's like, oh, Mike. He's like, congrats. Uh, Belichick came out. He's like, uh, during the you know the big team meetings with the film shit. Yeah. And he's like, oh, Mike, congratulations on the touchdown. He goes, I guess we're gonna have to throw it to you because because uh, apparently you can't fucking block any goddamn play. <laughs> he goes, we don't have a choice but to let you release. Uh, it just fucking bashes him after he, he catches like a huge touchdown pass in a playoff game. I'm telling you, go back and watch fucking review Mike Vrabel. And just watch how good he was. All right. He was unbelievable on the fucking edge. I mean, I did always like Rabel. You could so. never get around to the edge on him, ever. I'm telling you, it was impossibility. I mean, the Steelers uh, fucking it's weird because couldn't figure out how to use him, and they fucking stole him for nothing. He was there for a lot of those uh, Seymour years, which I think Seymour was the best defensive lineman the Pats ever had. And well, it's, yeah, I don't fucking, even think it's close. No, it's not even close, but he was double. Yeah, he would be double teamed, then Rabel would fucking be on the edge and just holding his tackle. I mean, he's playing the best guy. Best Lyman on the team, right? He's playing the left tackle. Rabel was always the the the, the right defensive end. Yeah, and he'd move around. But um, well, I'm saying like compared to like, I mean, I guess the best D lineman you could go for is either going to be Seymour or Will. I'm saying Fork. he was the best edge. No, but it's either Seymour or Will Fork, and I think I take Seymour oh, every time, hundred times out of hundred. Even though I, Will Fork is like a. I mean, he Will was Fork's a whole different player. Yeah, he was a fucking is, but mountain. In the Seymour middle. was a guy who would get like 18 sacks from a D tackle position. Yeah. And get double teamed and stop the run. Like there hasn't been many D linemen like him. No, he was. Uh, yeah, everybody bashed that pick too. If you go back to like when they drafted him, two thousand two or maybe come from Georgia, maybe two thousand. I forget when they drafted. Yeah, they got him out of Georgia in like the third. They got him like the fourth pick or something. Everyone hated that pick. They Dude, wanted him to get a fucking machine. Fucking, and he was easily the best player in that draft. Yeah, uh, and I think that was like fucking Orlando Pace. Like a lot of fucking Hall of Famers went on that. Um, so my number one, Danny Amendola, pure playoff performance. Well, you're, you're leaving out. I, I, I mean, I've got honorable mentions. I'm you're leaving out. Uh, uh, I guess yeah. Pure I mean, playoff. If we're talking performance, it really is brutal. But did you can't? I mean, come on, like it's not. You're not even going to mention Randy Moss in this. That was a trade. It's not a free agent. Oh wow, I didn't think of that. Yeah, they did trade a fourth round pick. What about Welker? It's traded. Another trade. God damn it. Wow. I We're guess if you go straight free, free agent, then, then yeah. Because I'm trying to think. Well, Adelius Thomas, that was a nice one. For about 30 minutes. Yeah, yeah it was. It was good was for sweet. one year. And <laughs> he wasn't then even he was good for an one absolute year. disaster. It was good for about six games. And There's a lot. Monty Beasel, Chad Brown. Look up these names. These are fucking. A lot of people think Belichick rarely misses on a free agent. There's a fucking he never hits on free agents. No, he hits a ton on free agents. What Dude, are you he, talking about? He cuts Maybe free agents corners. 90% of the time. Coney Ely is a fucking perfect example. He Reggie traded Wayne. for Coney Ely. Did we? He traded for Coney Ely. He did pick up. I mean, Reggie Wayne, I mean, he was the end of his rope anyway. Um, Edron James was another classic. Not Edron James. Joseph Adai. Joseph Adai was another one that they cut. Like, yeah. They cut free agents that you I like. mean, they like that. They Ocho also, Cinco was a fucking bum. Yeah, but uh, they traded for him. Um, there's a lot of weird ones where they, they they pick up guys in their last legs to see if they can do something. They do do that a lot, yeah. but a lot of the big name guys they try to they they grab. Yeah. 
they end up cutting in, in preseason. Everyone's like, oh, shit, we're going to have this guy and this guy. And the this studs it. on and other then, teams, but they can't figure out the Patriots. No, whatsoever. They, that's why they, I feel like they don't try to risk it that much. Cause, like, it's not worth the money to to get these guys we're just going to fucking ship out of town. Anyways. Yeah, so my number one was and Amendola. is tough to argue with. Because, yeah. I mean, his playoff performance is impossible. I mean, anytime he's clutch, you need a clutch play. That's exact, That's Is there a better fourth down receiver who's ever played the game? I don't know, because Brady doesn't look anywhere else. On fourth look, down, like, even when Edelman's on the field, Gronk's Edelman, on the field, it's not even it's, close. It's, it's him and Dole every time getting the ball. He gets it every time. I mean, he'll because he'll be on the third, you know, he'll be on the second slot corner. Yeah. He'll, he won't be on a fucking, the number one corner, because they're going to fucking double cover Edelman and he fucking double cover Gronk. fourth down catches in the Super Bowl, too, in the fourth quarter. Fucking two-point conversion. Yeah. Touchdowns. Uh, I had honorable mention, Deion Lewis, uh, stud. They signed him to a futures contract. Well, Ben Jarvis. Oh, he was, yeah. I mean, he's all right. He was fine. Yeah. Well, him and well, I had. Garrett Blount. Was, no, they traded for Garrett Blount. Did they? Yeah. From Tampa? From Tampa. Wow. How about his run in the, against the, the Vikings? You see that I didn't even watch that game because I was in the parking lot celebrating. Oh, that's true. So, uh, Dude, he fucking, it was, I think their first blunt. touchdown. Yeah. yeah, they were at like the eight-yard line, and a safety comes up on him. He's running. It's just him and the safety one-on-one in, in, yeah. at like the five-yard line. Just absolutely like made this guy look like a child. Yeah. Like just runs him over, and the guy's like trying to grab his thigh for a second, Ugh. and let's go, and he just walks Fuck into it. the end zone. Yeah. So Dion Lewis, then I had Antoine Smith. Oh, he was nice. Nice. Uh, for, he was on the. Oh, uh, I got one. The well, first two. Well, the was first two running. Corey backs. Dillon a he trade. Was a, he was a trade. God, how do you know? I just know all this. <laughs> it's unbelievable. And then, and then I had re-signing Patrick Chung. As yeah. A free agent. Chung, uh, Chung, I would put up there. Uh, so wait, so you I went. You went Revis. Revis. This is my top six. I went Revis, Roman Pfeiffer, Rob Ninkovich, Rodney Harrison, Mike Vrabel, Amendola. Yeah. Um, I mean, that is solid. I mean, Amendola really might be the best one. There's other ones you could probably put in there. Colvin. Junior Seau was pretty Seau good. Seau was a good one, yeah. Seau was good. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of good Ted ones. Ted Washington was nice. David Patton was, was a good one. David Patton. What about Deion Branch? We got him back. The no, they time. traded for him the second to, from Seattle. Oh, really? After they trade, they traded Randy Moss, and then they traded for Dion Branch. Same, oh, like after the, Moss left, so they, yeah, it was like the same day they say they traded Randy Moss, and then the next day they traded for Dion Branch, and he started that week. Ugh, it was a weird, and that he scored bad. a touchdown. That was just a. I don't bad, remember. I remember all this stuff. It was. It was just a. Something's wrong with you. That was a bad. I'm like autistic when, like, when it comes to Patriots knowledge. This the, end, like Rain Man style. The end of the year, fucking the end of the uh, Moss years were just fucking. That's what I think. Those were a, the worst years they've had in the entire dynasty. Nine, two thousand nine, two thousand ten. No, I think two thousand six was the worst year they had. Fuck! They went to the AFC Championship. Yeah, with a they fucking, never if they had, had a receiver on that team, they would have won the Super Bowl. They never had it. I guess they did only have to beat the Colts, but that was when. But now I feel like the NFC is the best, and back then it, the AFC used to be the best. Yeah, dude, the the fucking Bear. That's the one the Colts won the Super Bowl against the Bears. The Patriots would have fucking stomped the yeah, Bears. That's true. How they should have f- won that game. They were up twenty-one to three at halftime. I know. How about the fact that uh, what is it? Four four quarterbacks who've made the, or I guess it's five five quarterbacks who've made the Super Bowl since the Pats of since Brady started. On the AFC, yeah. It's Brady, Manning, uh, Roethlisberger, Roethlisberger, and Flacco. And one more, Rich Gannon on the Raiders. Oh, yeah, since Brady, since they started. Yeah, yeah. but, uh, yeah, Flacco, everyone says Flacco six out of a th- sore thumb, but 
If you see Flacco's playoff numbers, they are fucking ridiculous. He's the best road quarterback of all time. Yeah, he's, he's a, like fucking nine and three on the road, and he throws like four hundred yards and four touchdowns every time. He, well, I think the Super Bowl that they won, they were a wild card, like the sixth seed. I yeah, think. they smashed the and Pats. They, and they, they won uh, every game on the road, and I think the second one they went. Well, he's only won one. No, he's been to the AFC Championship game twice, though. But he's done it as wild card teams, where he's yeah. kind of had to be on the road the whole time because they beat the Pats. Yeah, I don't remember them ha- even having a home playoff game in recent memory. No. Um, yeah, the Steelers are usually always there. Oh. Um, that was interest interesting conversation, Tyler. That was uh, fun. Let's, 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 let us move on uh, to our yearly. Since we're gonna next week, we're gonna go into more in the Philadelphia Eagles and the Super Bowl uh, fifty two, which I'm a little bit nervous about. I'm always nervous, but uh, five and a half point favorites is kind of crazy. I like the Patriots That's wearing absurd. white jerseys. Uh, last last thirteen out of fourteen Super Bowl winners have worn white. Doesn't really matter. I don't know why it would, but. Um, I mean that that helps, I guess. You know, take any advantage weird. you can. I mean, I I don't know. I'm not really too concerned about it. I, obviously, I don't. I think now that it's in Minnesota, it's going to be a lot of Philadelphia fans. It's going to be like, I bet you, my my father and uh, cousin went to the one in Jacksonville versus Donovan McNabb, and he said even then that was like the Patriots going for the back to back dynasty, just like they're doing now. Um, going for the back to back against Philadelphia, and he said it was like seventy five percent. Eagles fans in Jacksonville. It is weird. It's the third one, but I I feel like it was the same. Like uh, Seattle, the stadium seemed split. Yeah, but it wasn't. It wasn't. I was there. It was fucking. It was like twenty five to one. Oh really? Seahawks fans. Jesus, because I know I was at the. I was in Arizona too, but yeah. it seemed like the outside the stadium. It was like way more Seattle. That was probably the most fun Dude. night I've ever had in my life. Was well, just, when the when the Patriots won, it was like a fucking zombie apocalypse because yeah. all the Seattle fans were home. It was so fun too. It's just so fun trashing them yeah. after the because they were so nice. <laughs> they were. They were, they were like soccer <laughs> fans. Like, oh, we did it. Yeah. No, congratulations, buddy. It's like, oh yeah, go home with your fucking stupid hat, you loser. Stupid uh, idiot. Fucking. You just threw on the goal line. Uh, yes. So I expect it. The you only thing that's saving us that? now is I think that there's going to be a shitload of Minnesota fans there because, I mean, you, your team was probably the best team in the NFC this season. Talk about getting cut. And you're in Minnesota. So I bet you a ton of Vikings fans had Super Bowl tickets, and they're still going to yeah. go. I guess especially going into the game, they probably you know, Why wouldn't they root for the Patriots? Because fucking, why would you I'm root? sure they I, hate Philly. I'm sure they hate that's the Patriots. The Everybody of, hates the Patriots. Everybody does. The benefit of um, – the benefit of – this game being in Minnesota after Minnesota just losing is yeah. hopefully Philly fans are just dickheads yeah. to the Vikings instead of the Pats. But yeah. I don't know. I don't really care. Fuck, Philly is just... I'm like, so over it. Like, everyone hating the Patriots. I just don't care anymore. I just want the... Well, like, you, I, what else would you expect? It's it really, like, if they like the Patriots, I'd be yeah. like, why would you like the Patriots? What do you like about them? The fact that they beat up on every, every you guys other every team time, ever. Yeah. yeah. It, would be, it's, it would be... Yeah. I, I, I would... You have to hate the Patriots. Yeah. I, I agree. And it's fucking... It's... It's going to end sometime, so everyone can fucking – they can make fun of us in, like, 20 years when the Patriots yeah. are terrible, but right now, Patriots are dominant still. So, you know, those New England versus everyone shirts are perfect because that's, like, exactly what it is. It yeah. really is. Everybody hates them. If you're not a Patriots fan, everybody hates you. So um, let's get into this because we got limited time left. We'll do some Malky Awards. Oh, the Malkies. The 2017-18 Malkies. Do you have an intro Malkies. to Malkies? Oh, do I ever. Hollywood. When sexual assault. He's a fan. Okay. Well, 
we're waiting. Hey, where are the white women at? Uh, here we go, the Malkies. 2017-2018. All right. It was a hard out. I don't, I'm not editing anything. I've already just dis discussed that ad nauseum. Um, so, let's start, start off with the easy stuff. I'm going to do a couple awards, and then we'll get into some superlatives. Uh, rookie of the year. It was really not much choice here because all the, uh, all the players were injured. Uh, the only play, only rookie that we had was Dietrich Wise, uh, and Adam Butler. So I think Dietrich Wise takes it. He was a, uh, a stud this year. He, he had very similar numbers to Chandler Jones first year in the Patriots. One thing, uh, makes me nervous here is he's got his fucking second concussion in the season. Ooh. Ooh. They put him on the injury report today. A little bit nervous. Um, the non-Brady Offensive Player of the Year. Who is it for you? Uh, this is really a toss-up, but I think I have to go... It's a toss-up between Cooks or Deion Lewis, but I'm going Deion Lewis. That's who I had, Deion Lewis. Yeah, he was just Brady Offensive Player of the Year. Uh, Shout-out Amendola in the playoffs, though. That's a shout-out. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Coaching move of the season. How about making Deion Lewis the starting running back? That was by deep. I was screaming about that fucking since like week two. It was such a deep. He's just so the, much better. Yeah, he is. Uh, uh, I would say here's an award I'm going to throw out. The my least favorite guy on the team, uh, Marsh, with the fucking. Yeah, he no longer on the team, but approved for the Malcolm. I was go, so happy the when he got awards. cut. <laughs> Good. I also had on defense playing Marcus Marquise Flowers on defense. Yeah. Has, Change the whole defensive speed. He fucking flies. He's like a four, 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 one. He flies on defense. He stops mobile quarterbacks. He tackles. He hits. He yeah, can he's defend out. the pass. Yeah, he's a good Even player. Even on that play when uh, the first touchdown they scored, when the guy was wide open, yeah, it wasn't his. He's just jamming the tight end, and then Chung forgot to run with him. Yeah, he thought like, oh, maybe he's jamming him. He's gonna cover him. It's like, no, you, that's your guy. I'm just jamming him for you, and then I'm gonna rush the quarterback. That was a great play by him. I'm all flowers. Front office move of the year. I think is uh, claiming Marty Bennett. Now you have... I know. That was such a good move. It's a crazy... If it worked out, it would have been perfect. I still think that... Uh, I mean, he's under contract for very little money for like the next two years. If he decides not to retire and they don't cut him, him and Gronkowski next year with Cooks, Edelman, Amendola, if he comes back. Dwayne uh, Allen. Fucking Kenny Britt. I mean, they're stacked. I guarantee he comes back because I think he actually loves the Pats. Yeah, he wants... I mean, there's literally no room left. They got fucking like 17 receivers, yeah. tight ends. Um, they, they fucking threw. They literally threw uh, shit at the wall to see what stuck at the end here. Like Kenny Britt. Malcolm I don't Mitchell know if he's gonna make it. Year. Malcolm Mitchell. Who I don't even know if he's gonna play. Like Philip Dorsett. He'll come up later on. Dorsett. What a catch by him. Huh? Unbelievable. So clutchest performance of the season. Malky Award. One of my favorites. The clutchest performance. I got. I got two. Uh, are we talking playoffs too. Yeah. All right, well, I'm going to go with Clutch's performance then. I'm going to go with fucking Brandon Cooks this week over. Uh, That's a clutch performance, okay. Against these fucking supposedly best secondary who's ever walked the earth. I had something different. I had Brady Amendola in this Jacksonville game, and then I had the final drive against Pittsburgh, Rob Gronkowski. Oh, that was unbelievable. Every single catch. Well, Cooks also had that touchdown against uh, Houston. That in was the clutch. corner of the end zone. That was a huge So catch. early on in like a, a, a in a pass that they, you know, in a game that they could have, they were uh, about to go one and three if they lose that yeah, game. Yeah, they, but they could, they could have afforded to take that L. You know what I mean? I, one and three is tough to stop the game. It is tough, but it's not like it would have stopped them. No, but those, those are good, good ones. Let's see. Moving on, uh, the fake fans' most hated player of the year, Brandon Cooks. 
He without is, reason, I say. Without reason. Without reason, he has to be number one. Between him and Gilmore. I'd go Cooks, though. Yeah. Because the, the ridiculous uh, vitriol I was listening to the Cooks. Because the Gilmore stuff kind of died down after the after the defense got better. Because once the defense was sh- kind of shitty at the beginning yeah. of the year, it was all Gilmore's fault. Yeah. But, like, later on in the season, it was fine. But it's it, it just transitioned to Cooks not, you know... Not not being on in Brady's fucking uh, you know Brady's brain trust basically, but I think that's changed now. Uh, yeah. Oh, the opponents, Patriots opponents and rivals' biggest error of the season. Patriots opponents' biggest. Uh, I'm gonna say. Um, hmm. I get nothing here. The only thing I can think of is like. I don't know. Like, How about the not sending a, a fucking girl with like. Um, Syphilis, the Gronk's room the night before a game. <laughs> it wouldn't matter. He already's got it. He's already got it. <laughs> uh, I have the Steelers releasing James Harrison. Oh yeah, well, that, well, Jesus. Week fifteen of the season. Or how about any other guy, any other team not claiming him just to claim him for the last fucking game of the season? I know. Well, he got now. Now he's a, uh, an AFC champion, going to the Super Bowl with the Seriously. Patriots. Um, the Pats conspiracy of the year. I get the refs. The refs are. Uh, pulling for the Patriots. It's <laughs> so, ridiculous. There's a couple of uh, weird things. So they got the, you know, the, pa- the refs pulling for the Patriots. So you got the interesting, the, the calls that have gone for, you know, for the Patriots, even though the Patriots have had their share of shitty calls. The uh, Austin Safarian Jenkins fumble out of the end zone against the Jets. That was uh, such a clear fumble. That's yeah. The Jesse James no catch uh, against Pittsburgh. Again, like, Same thing. if you call that a catch, you don't call Deion Lewis's fumble. And then the Jacksonville penalties. Again, this week, which was nothing. Nonsense. But that's my – the conspiracy of the year is now that the refs are best friends with the Patriots. From a from a league that has sued the team, uh, fined them millions of dollars, uh, suspended their star quarterback, they're definitely – they definitely want the Patriots to win. Yeah, no shit. Uh, now I'm going to do some superlatives. The most underused player in my eyes. Most underused player is got to be – Lawrence Guy. I don't know. He, he gets a lot of play. He's Does good. He? <laughs> uh, Philip Dorsett, I'm going with. Oh, fuck. He had one goddamn. Everyone loves Dorsett for some reason. He never gets any run, <laughs> I'm telling you. He needs to get on the field. catch this week, and everyone uh, like, freaked I'm out. I'm always on the Dorsett fan. Everyone wagon. loves Dorsett. He played against the Saints, had a great game. Yeah, I'm like, did. why aren't they playing this kid? And he did, never gets All on right, the field. fair enough. Most overused player. Most overused player has got to be Rex Burkett. No, why? He's a stud. I think he stinks. You think he stinks? When you can have James White or Deion Lewis on the uh, getting the I think ball, he's better I don't. Than Jam- I think he's better than James White. Not as good as Deion Lewis. I don't think it's even close. I think James White is ten times better than Burke. Not running the ball, he isn't. Maybe catching the ball, catching the ball, and running the ball. Like every time White runs the ball, it's usually successful. All right, I have Jordan Richards. Overused. Oh yes. yeah, that's a given. <laughs> I should have known he, that. He's ever on the field. He's overused. Most hated Patriot. Probably. I, he's, I got a, he's up there. I got retweeted today because uh, somebody was like. Um, uh, they were quoting Bill Belichick's press conference, and they're like, all those safeties that, you know, are going to have their moment. Even, you know, Chung had his moment. McCoy's had his moment. Even Jordan Richards is going to have his moment. And um, I just retweeted it, and I said, well, the toilets need cleaning sometime. <laughs> he fucking stinks. Seriously, he's I a hate, fucking bum. I hate coach on the field, Jordan Richards. It's the it's my worst. my least favorite thing. Um, most likely to create a custom AK-47, even though your stare alone could murder someone. James Harrison could That's only be him. Yeah, his Instagram of his AK forty seven took a little flack. I have uh, I have a, my own superlative. Ooh, uh, the Malky for the worst feet go to. Ooh, 
Andrews, the center. Because I feel like that fucking, the combination of that awful beard and just Goliath. For some reason, centers are always just disgusting people. I was a center in high school. Yeah. So am I disgusting? (laughs) Tend to pick your asshole occasionally during the show. Could you milk me? Uh, (laughs) Most likely person to Yoko Ono, the Pats dynasty. Giselle, you think? No, I didn't say Giselle. You did. Giselle, but she didn't yet, and I think it's already over. I don't know. She's been with him long enough. She gets it. I got Alex Guerrero. Wow. And Uh, I don't even think it's him per se. I think he just, his presence alone, I think, is a problem. Yeah, he's just definitely a weird guy. I don't think he says anything or does anything that, like, like, is fucking with, like, Brady's mentality. Like, oh, I mean, you're better without him. Like, no, it's not Brady. And I don't think it's, like, Alex Guerrero being like, hey, look. You're better than this. You don't need to be like around like Yoko Ono. I mean, that he's just there, and Belichick just doesn't like his whole uh, new age bullshit. Yeah, like, Belichick he, hates he, new he age wants, bullshit. He wants people to train like James Harrison. He Is wants it? people benching seven thousand pounds and then playing football. That's yeah. That's he. He's old school. He doesn't want Harrison fucking... could be a guy who's going to be here for the next three years too. Oh, I can God. see that. I, I can't even imagine him being on the team one more year. You don't think, you think he's gone after this year? Yeah, I mean they got they got depth. I mean, don't forget Hightower's going to come back. Derek Rivers is going to come back. I mean, he's yeah, thirty nine years who can old. Cut like Hightower's. I mean, um, he just I don't know. Certain guys just buy into the system and then they just stay. And he maybe he pulls like a, he's like a junior Seau type and like waits till week seven when there's an injury and they call him up again. He's not going to take any money. He doesn't give a. F- I don't think he cares about money. Yeah, he just wants. To he just wants people. to play football. Yeah. Like that's all he cares about. And that's he, fine. He's awesome. Uh, person, I, I wrote this one. This one was weird. Person you least thought you could afford to lose, but is now critical to the team's success. This person you, th- so this, this award goes to the person you thought didn't matter in the team, but now is impossible to lose. You need him. Oh, um, uh, I'm going to go with, uh, Landon Roberts. Okay. We're on the same page. I had Kyle Van Noy. I was thinking, yeah, he could be a Remember when one. Kyle Van Noy got hot? I hot, got hurt. And I was like, oh, God, season is over. Yeah. Because they had no linebackers left. Um, so they had, I mean, Kyle Van Noy is do, the doing everything, playing middle linebacker. When he was like an edge rusher in Detroit and fucking BYU, he's the middle linebacker on the Patriots right now. I have uh, my next superlative. Most likely to come out as gay the Ooh. same day he retires in have his whole family be destroyed. I wouldn't think they would be destroyed. I think they know. <laughs> you think they think they have a hunch? I have uh, Matt Slater. Uh, <laughs> poor Matt Slater. Such a gentleman. <laughs> yeah. It's like the nicest guy you'd ever see. Yeah, sure. Gay guys um, are fantastic. The most most likely to turn fans around in one play. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a given. Stefan Gilmore. Yeah. Yeah. With the one play in the playoffs became a fan favorite around here. But you're going to see really a lot more Gilmore jerseys around next week. No shit. Gilmore, everyone's like, oh, that's, you know, we signed him for one goddamn play. Like, this is what we signed him for. It's like, all right, yeah. Wait 60 till he, million for that play. See what happens if he drops a fucking an interception in the Super Bowl. For. Oh, shit. Um, cut him in a heartbeat. I'm going to say the, mo- the most role player, roliest role player of all time, Lawrence Guy. Yeah. Never hear his name. Just a fucking perfect guy in the middle of the fucking defense that just does his job. He's a do, the most do your job guy, I would say. He really is. How about that? I thought you were gonna say Eric Rowe, but uh, how yeah. about that pick he dropped? He could have been Rowe a fucking one? hero. Yeah, it was like a pass on the outside, and he, he cut right in front of the guy, and he dropped the pick, but then celebrated because it was like I think it was third down. Yeah, but he could they could have had the ball at the twenty. 
Instead, they punted, and like uh, it was kind of right in front of you, really. Was it I don't right know. on your sidelines, like right in front of you? And they they could have went fucking had a, had a couple chardonnays at the game. Uh, did you have yeah. a boy tone? <laughs> couple of chardonnays. Uh, underperformer of the year. Underperformer? Yeah, someone you thought was going to be a lot better and didn't. I'm going Malcolm Butler. Surprisingly, it's not to say that he had a bad year. Yeah, but I thought that he was going to have an, a crazy good year because he was in a contract year. That's a year again. Yeah, that is fair. I would probably say Hogan. I think Hogan Hogan's was like a, also a good one. He was like a non-factor all he, year. He was like started really hot. He had like one catch. He started really hot and then got hurt and then just hasn't been the same. No. He's just been a speed guy that's not catching the ball. I would say, uh, I mean, this guy also got hurt, but uh, the – Almost biggest surprise is fucking not. I don't know if it's a surprise because he was real good last year with Ken. Yeah, getting hurt kind of hurt stunted, screwed him, but he was like fuck. He was awesome. Yeah, out the year. Um, the earned Patriots earned legend status. I think we've talked about him. Yeah. a ton today. Fair Danny enough. Amendola earned Patriots legend. He's officially status. like yeah, he's in the Patri- Patriots. Yeah. He can do no wrong. Yeah, he's in the yes, exactly. He could be. He he could be on the team for the next ten years, catch like six balls during the season, and just show up for the playoffs, and everyone be like, "That's great!" I yeah. I'm so glad he's here. Um, How about uh, most likely to have an ugly wife? Oh, I don't want to do this one. <laughs> Remember this happened to Ted Johnson, um, and he was like the uh, Ted Johnson, obviously the old middle linebacker for the Patriots, yeah. was like a radio host in Houston or something, and. Uh, and he's doing sports radio, and they were like, who had the ugliest wife on the Patriots? And he said Vince Wilfork. Oh, Jesus. And fucking Vince Wilfork heard it. Like, obviously, you're fucking on the radio. It wasn't like you were talking about it in your basement, and it got back to Vince, and it was like, it was not a good scene. No. He, was like, he like tweeted about it, and he was like, fuck you, you're dead. I'm going to fucking kill you. And did they uh, even played together? I don't think oh, they, they did. played together, yeah. One year, maybe two. No, why? I mean, Wilfork's first year, I think, was 2004. That was probably Ted Johnson. Yeah, maybe one year. That yeah. was probably Ted Johnson's last year. Biggest That's neck, funny. biggest neck on the planet, fucking Ted Johnson. He his neck circumference was like a fucking a basketball. It was like, it was a fucking. I remember seeing it on on uh, TV. They put him on screen and like that's what a linebacker's supposed to look like. <laughs> Seriously, um, I have a uh, most likely to show up to Afghanistan on his own to fight the war, and I'm giving that one to Devlin. <laughs> yeah, Devlin, stud. Uh, <laughs> The fullback is a rarely used position, and they fucking Patriots are really living and dying by it right now. They love the fullback. That's the reason why I still to this day think that's why they lost to the 2015 Broncos. So they didn't have a fullback? Because Devlin, Devlin got hurt this year, and then they couldn't run the ball all of a sudden. At all. Uh, and I just got the GOAT, Tom Brady of all time. Mm. Greatest. Still the GOAT. Hasn't lost a, hasn't lost a step yet. Not let's even see, close. Let's see how he does in the Super Bowl. But it next is, week we'll talk about it. It is ridiculous. Like, ah. It's just like he continues to be – anyone who says, like, Garoppolo, anything about Garoppolo, it's like, so would you just go shut the fuck up? Because it's not even close. Like, hey, Brady is just – He just beat the best insane. defense. He – like, the team – I think that they had give up, like, 100 – Jacksonville gives up, like, 180 yards passing. He 165. had 160 per, per game. Yeah. Brady had 143 in the fourth quarter. No shit. And two touchdowns to win the game. Not only that, like, they would have scored more if yeah. Dion doesn't – like, the, he's just a machine. They they could have had ten more points if fucking uh, Dion Lewis didn't fumble. Fucking Brandon Cooks makes that catch. I mean, they could have yeah. had at least ten more points. In that yeah, game. they really do light that up. And 
The one surprise I thought I really thought the pass D was going to score at the end of the game. I love uh, that's what we need this this upcoming. I need the the fucking D, we need to start fast and I'd love a defensive score. I fucking I looked up the stats of and I can bring it up next week too. I don't know why I'm getting into it now, but I looked up like Nick Foles' bowl games just for no reason. Oh, it makes no, it makes no sense. But like he played in two bowl games in college. 0 for 2, like 40% passing, one touchdown, four picks. Love to hear it. Hey, it, it's all it's all relevant, fellas. It counts. It's all relevant. Big game players make big time plays. They bring up so many things in the Super Bowl. Like they, it matters about what color jersey you're wearing. I'm bringing it up. Yeah, no, so, I'm not denying it either. Yeah. That's like Shane Falco and uh, the replacements. You yeah, know? <laughs> cost me a ton of money on the goddamn Sugar Bowl. <laughs> um, all right, so uh, you got any any plugs? No, um, just uh, Walnut Street Cafe. We'll be back at it February eighth and. Uh, I don't know. February, March, hot. March is hot for me. I'm real hot in March. Oh, good. I, I, I love it. We'll ne- get after next it. week. We'll be in Minnesota. Malcolm Go Podcast is on the road. In oh yeah, we're live at the what is it called? Um, Jefferson's Media Media fucking Media, media Row. Row. Je- yeah, we'll it's at Jefferson Street in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Yeah, come uh, check it. We're gonna do a live podcast from uh, Patrick O'Hulahan's bar ooh. out there. It's gonna be nice. Come see Malcolm Go uh, live in Minneapolis next week and. You know, as always, talk to us on Twitter at Brady Disciple, at Malcolm Go Pod, Malcolm Go Podcast at gmail.com. Come, uh, you know, come Check see us out. next Interact. week. Or, we'll have fun. Yeah. Have a good time. Have a few Chardonnays. Watch the pass. All right. Until next time, go pets, go. Do your job. All right. Don't try to make too much out of it. Just do your job. Stack receivers two to the right. Russell Wilson extends the hands. He has it. Wilson, quick throw. And it's good. Intercepted. Intercepted to Malcolm Butler. Butler has it at the one. Malcolm Butler. And Warner goes back to throw. And here's the push by Mike Brady. Snap, ball down, kick up, kick is on the way, and it is good! It's good! It's good! Adam Vinatieri moves a 48-yard field goal, and the game is over! And the Patriots are Super Bowl champions! The Patriots are Super Bowl champions! The best team of the Hey! Did it! I love you, man. Did it, bro. I love you. I love you. You're the greatest quarterback in the world, man. Hey, I love you. special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low, net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.